0: But I'm saying this because there's small things you can do. You can plan vacations. The last thing I wanted our kids to do is think, oh, stink. We're in ministry. We can't ever have any fun. I, okay, we will serve God, but life stinks. Nope. And I'm saying this to you all, folks, because it is is imperative as a family to do things that will create memories that will be reminders of the goodness of God and that God allows us to do special things and families need to have fun. Welcome to Weary Dads. This is the first. I get to open us up today. I am blessed to be here with my son, um, our oldest. Uh, I love to say this. He always just thought it was the best. Um, I introduce PJ often with the King James Version of the Fruit of My Loins. That's me. That's you, baby. All right, so this is PJ Weary, my son and I. What do you got going on, son, today? You doing good? I'm doing good. Me too. All right, today's episode's kind of different. I'm going to kind of lead it, and um, that'll probably be, mean this will be the only one that I lead after you guys listen, and uh, Joe does his thing with the podcast that he does. But here's what I want to talk to you uh, about today. PJ and I have talked about how to, in regards to mentoring, maturity, and manhood as, a, as dads, how do you have fun as a family? And the reason I want to do this is because I don't know how to have fun. I struggle having fun. I've never had fun. When will I ever have fun? The truth is, that is not our family. And this one is of the what strengths... happens when I
1: let you pick the topic. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this is, this is like one of my... I think it's imperative, and I'm going to jump in this, that families know how to have fun. And... I'm going to go here, especially if you're involved in any type of ministry. And one of my fears was that my kids wouldn't understand or like the fact that dad's busy. He's like he's in ministry on Sunday and he's coaching all the time. When do we ever have any fun? So fun is very, very important to me. And so let's talk about. Some of your favorite memories, first of all, PJ. Not that we bore people with who we are, but how do you feel like we did with that, and why did it mean a lot to you? Because you're what now, 31? 32. 30 he's still my son so you're 32 isn't this fun he's 32 you have two boys that's
1: okay you're 53 right no but i'll
0: take that all right i'm 59 but you have two boys and i watch you have fun with them what did you take away what means the world to you that we did as a family about fun can you think of anything and let's go
1: well i think an important part this kind of dovetails with the love languages okay so you have to understand how different people have fun. Okay. So for instance, I think of grandpa. Grandpa really uh, has enjoyed the puzzles and sitting down and having other people sit down and do the puzzles with him. Not quite my speed. Um, yeah, And even like uh, I, I like competition. I like surprises because my first thought when you were talking about this is, oh, make sure you surprise them sometimes. Just give them something out of the ordinary to show that you love them and something that they just enjoy out of the blue. And then I remembered other parents because our whole family is like that and we love surprises. Talking about people, like there are people who get surprise birthday parties and they get mad. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, I don't, I've never I, seen no, it before. Let me I've show only heard this about I, it. Yeah.
0: You really need to listen to this. Coach Dale Clayton, who works with me with Nation of Coaches, just does not like surprises. He actually really doesn't like birthday parties. He's like me. I don't care if I have one. That's just another <laughs> day, another dollar. Man, i got to get my staff for sure to listen to these because they will laugh. But that's the truth.
1: Yeah. So for me, though... And this is how I translate to my boys, and you just watch and see how people react, right? Uh, I remember uh, there was the routine um, where we would often go to the deli after after school, and I remember getting pulled out of, uh, and that was like when I was like in kindergarten. We yeah, would always go you and you'd give me something special. Something like that. Yep. Uh, so the, that was the routine part, and that meant a lot to me. Um, I vaguely remember that, but that's pretty impressive for five, six. As in high school, I cannot tell you. So tell how everybody much.
0: what we went to, what we did at the deli first.
1: What did no, we that's, do? A, that's a good point. It's yes. <laughs> we like we like I deli. got in here
0: at three thirty and ticked his mom off because I brought him an Italian sub, which by the way he just pounds at Publix. Now he loves the meatball sub, <laughs> but I should have done that. But
1: what, no, it was what, it was a candy bar, or which is not necessarily what I would do now. Yeah, we
0: didn't do that. We'd,
1: but as yet. Yeah, it was, the, it was what, the early 90s? Like, yeah. can, like I mean, that was when the, that was the time of the fun dips where you had, like, the candy. You don't know talk talking about? The candy we stick. We don't want to candy. describe
0: how I failed as a parent. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, no, you didn't give me those. Oh, yeah. Like, the stuff that you gave me was actually, like, good. It was, like, Three Musketeers and Reese's. I remember some of the stuff that people gave me that was... Disturbing it was literally like you just talk like pixie sticks like here's sugar <laughs> it's literally Just like I mean, why don't you just cut the pixie stick lay it on the table and snort it okay. like <laughs> probably We may have to choose a different topic
0: Top, topic topic all right, but that was an immediate
1: no. one. Yeah, but, yeah and But then uh, in high school you pulled me out and I don't even know if the, it was fun um, And I don't know if this was your goal but you pulled me out for lunch and had me skip classes, which was great because classes were really boring for me. And we went and we went to Mary's Diner, which now that I think about it, saying that was fun, I had yeah. pretty low standards at the time. But I, you know, and I got, you got me a milkshake and we just, uh, and a burger. And it was just way better than having a Hot Pocket because um, I was too lazy to make my own lunch. So I, <laughs> I just bought Hot Pockets. Yeah. And that, that was, but it was a surprise. And it was just fun because it was a surprise.
0: So, you know, it's interesting. You've started off. So your mom and I, we we did this. And I, I don't don't think we had a plan. It was just we probably had uh, this uh, sense, um, a.k.a. Uh, emotional meter. Okay, this is where our family's at. We would do something uh Immediate like once a week. I would do something. I, I, you know this if I went even when we were living in Wisconsin And we were half an hour away if I went to Walmart. I brought her flowers I did something like there was gonna be something about that day that was I don't want to say fun Although we was talking about fun, but it was more energy like I love you Um, oh, Hey, we're gonna grab a film we're gonna have a uh, and we'll get and I just saw somebody from Northland put this out a pioneer Pizza and that night we come back whether it be down in the basement when we lived in on the duplexes or whether it be in the cabin, we had a night, f- a fire, you know, get to blankets and, and watch a film. Now, that was immediate. But then there was monthly things that I think we did that were good. Like, I can remember we would take, um, and mom always talks about this, Columbus Day we had uh, from school. So we took that Monday, we jumped in the car, and we went for a ride, and we'd go for a hike And Haystack Mountain or other mountain areas where you could see, and you, you just whether you were enjoying the ride in the car and a beautiful scenery, or you know even as a six or seven year old where mom was probably in 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 all of it as well as I was. Stop. Get pumpkins. By you know go through the the maze. Whatever we did, I think those were important. But tell everybody, and I did this, and I want everybody to hear this. This was tight financially, and. We couldn't do it like some other people would, but we'll tell everybody your favorite vacation of all time.
1: Are you talking about the trip out west?
0: Tell them your favorite vacation. I knew it would be. Tell them how we did that. Do you remember how we did that? Some of the I wolves. mean, I know
1: you took out a loan and you had to like dress sharp for it. <laughs>
0: no, that that was as big a deal. Uh, so what we did, and I want PJ to share the experience. Yeah, what yeah. we had. I spoke at a camp in uh, north of San Francisco in a camp called Clear Lake, and when I, I went to Lucerne. Oh, it was Camp Lucerne. Yeah. It was Camp Lucerne on Clear Lake. Thank you.
1: You know what's yeah. weird is my memories of that, like the fun. Do you remember that uh, egg dropping contest?
0: Yeah, well, we did two things, <laughs> folks. I'm gonna, this is what we did. I spoke at a father's, and this was fun. Okay, I spoke at a men's retreat. And I just brought PJ with me. He was a junior in high school. And I'm talking to you about fun, because listen to these memories. We did that, he and I, and that impact of that trip going to San Francisco first, taking a couple of days in San Francisco. PJ, where'd you go on your honeymoon? San Francisco. Yeah. And I think it gave you like, oh, this was fun. This is a great place. And you knew Becky Sue's likes and how you guys would go from one coffee shop to the next and read, and, uh, read books. And that's what some people do on their honeymoon. But...
1: Okay, I gotta tell because it's really interesting. There's a distinction happening here. There's fun that you feel at the time And then there's the fun of memories. Yes, and I actually think of the two the important thing is To create the memories that are fun and that that can be a little sketchy. You don't want to be like but Just because kids don't appreciate it right now. They will look back on it and appreciate it The reason I thought of this is because I doubt it was It was funny at the time, but still one of my favorite memories of the San Francisco trip. We went... Was was yeah? We uh, got an upgrade for free because they didn't have the, the rental car that oh, we were yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah. And, and you were like, "I am not driving a minivan on this trip." There were two cars there, so we That's got a had PT left. Cruiser. <laughs> we had, and but, you broke the luggage putting it in because you're like, "I'm not driving a minivan as you kicked <laughs> it."
0: <to the laughs> yeah. So everybody's out there laughing. So <laughs> the see, cruising, I yeah. think PJ's got this a good point here. Memories are what funner for your kids. So we gotta, you gotta understand, folks. We gotta. Um, <laughs> We had two vehicles that we could get. We got an upgrade, cause, and, and I had two choices. A PT Cruiser that was a um, oh, silver a, uh, no, oh, convertible. No. It was a convertible. <laughs> it
1: was like 60 degrees. <laughs> out. we had it down.
0: Yeah, we, <laughs> we had the convertible down, <laughs> and we had, could have taken a van. Well, we drove a van. We had a van as a family, and I was done with that. I don't know how to say this to all of you out there. I was a man, and I was done with the van. So PJ and I got the cruiser and the piece of luggage we had. And by the way, we didn't have the greatest luggage back then. I literally, I said, "We're getting it in" because the cruiser's uh, trunk wasn't good. So I, I, I literally couldn't. It wouldn't go in, and I kicked it in, and it tore the luggage. And I, he laughed, and I said, "I don't care. We're still <laughs> taking this. But folks, we started the, with the the. The vacation, we also had that... Let me tell you about the vacation. Again, I want PJ to... Sure. I spoke for a week at the camp, but we drove a week out, Mm -hmm. and then we drove a week back. So I took two weeks of vacation, and for work, I spoke at the camp. Do you remember any of the things and what made that trip fun? What... What they were, and maybe I'll have to um, jump in and have interludes because I want them to be reminded that that fun doesn't always mean spending a lot of money. Because at that point, that trip cost us—and you don't know this—three uh, thousand dollars. Okay, to be gone three weeks. Now I think if people thought they would go, hey, that's pretty good. And I think when I spoke, considering we
1: traveled the entire time,
0: yeah, in a Tahoe. But when I spoke. I made $1,500. So we, our vacation really, yes, it cost me 3000 but it really cost me 1500 That's And I wanted my boys to see out west. So tell me the things you remember from that trip, even like how we had to do it to make it survive.
1: Uh, I remember uh, watching in the back with uh, with Drew. Uh, we were wa- I remember watching. <laughs> I remember going to Yellowstone and seeing like Sulphur Springs. I remember um seeing and the grand canyon you but watched do, pinky in the brain i forgot oh, about
0: that oh the do die we watched day. it all
1: together and i plugged it into the sound system. i would listen to it yeah um i it's funny i actually don't remember i remember that trip as awesome what, do you remember what not we ate as for lunch? fun
0: what did you what did you eat for lunch every day peanut butter and jelly yeah do you even think about that oh well, all i had to do was peanut butter and jelly Those i, I have not gonna
1: lie i don't even really remember it. Because that didn't I, matter. I think I've heard you talk about doing that. Yeah, I think, folks, I want y'all to hear this. The fun part of
0: it was being together yeah. and experiencing this. PJ said it so well, probably 10 minutes ago. It's the memories.
1: Yeah. The, well, the fun stuff was always weird things that happened because we were traveling. Uh, I don't really think of like going to Yellowstone as fun. It was awesome. It was majestic. We went to the Grand Canyon. Educational, yes. Yeah, not even like educational could be like, anti-fun. It's not that what do go you remember the Grand folks not listen fun. to this
0: now because I think it'll help you as you're trying to do things with your kids It doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be expensive to be What do you remember about your mom in the Badlands?
1: I, <laughs> I definitely was good. Yeah, this is what I was talking about when I talked about things that didn't go wrong on the trip were really weird. My mom decided that she would drive and the Badlands had really uh, big hills Yeah, it's good it's and a beautiful, so sweet. At, She... Uh, we were all taking a nap, and then we all kind of woke up, and we were going about 95. That was actually in Utah. This is a different time, but that's okay. And wait, mom wait. had her foot out the door, yeah, or the, the not window. the door, out the window, while driving 95 Yeah, she at the was, same time. And
0: I'm, like, I'm still <laughs> listening, to, uh, <laughs> listening to either Tin Man or Ventura Highway by America. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was in her own little world, happy as a lark. But, that, folks, I want you to hear, that is a great memory, and that's one of the things that you want to do for your kids when you're doing family things, how to have fun as a family, you're really about building memories. And there's a crazy thing out there I want to tell you all about. And I want you to look this up if you can. There's a thing called the internet. I don't know if you've all heard this out there. And PJ doesn't know this. Drew probably doesn't know this. But their mom sometimes would get on the internet and say, cheap things to do for the family that are fun. And I I, I want to say this to you. That I have friends that God has blessed financially. It still comes back to the memories. And it, and you say, how do you have fun as a family? Do
1: little things. Do things together. Um, uh, to, actually, to, go ahead. Important here. Treat problems as adventures. Elaborate, so, elaborate, elaborate. Well, the one that, like a great memory for me, and most people would like, we were driving through um, Death Valley. And it was, a, it was 10 o'clock at night, and it was 110 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not an listen.
0: exaggeration. It was brutal.
1: We could see, you get the Tahoe told you what the temperature was outside. So I remember it was 110, because I was like, it's 10 o'clock at night. This yeah. is insane. And uh, the car stalled. Well, and we were stuck in Vegas for three days.
0: Okay, folks, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This is what happened. It
1: sounded... <laughs> and, and everyone was like, oh, sure, you got stuck in Vegas for three days. We didn't leave the hotel, but the hotel was awesome and super cheap because they wanted us to gamble, and we didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's we just. Good. Thank you for clarifying that for everybody in America, that we didn't gamble. <laughs> and when we walked through the hotel, for those of you who don't know, if you've ever been to Vegas, I literally said to PJ, keep your head forward, keep looking forward, <laughs> everything's going forward. You guys, and you hear him laughing, but it's Really, What a memory, but what happened Do you remember what we did in the hotel room? uh, I was probably trying to figure out How we were going to pay for the car Oh,
1: you were there, I think you probably fell asleep We put up a sheet And, do you remember this? We watched Forbidden Planet We watched this terrible sci-fi movie And we just made fun of it the whole time And we just died laughing
0: Folks, maybe you're all sitting out there going How is this helping us with family And how to have fun First of all Get a vehicle, have it kick into, what happened is it went into secondary. There was an automatic kick so it wouldn't overheat because of the heat. We thought it was a transmission, which would have been $1,500. And for those of you that have been paying attention, that would have meant the trip would have cost us $4,500. And I don't know where I was going to come up with 1500 They fixed it for free. We were able to get home to Wisconsin. We went to Bryce Canyon, Grand Canyon. We Yellowstone. Went to Lake Tahoe, through the Badlands. Oh, uh, Lake
1: Tahoe was beautiful. It's the most
0: beautiful yeah. lake I've ever seen. And in Yellowstone's pretty. But I'm saying this because there's small things you can do. You can plan vacations. The last thing I wanted our kids to do is think, oh, stink. We're in ministry. We can't ever have any fun. I, okay, we will serve God, but life stinks. Nope. And I'm saying this to you all, folks, because it is... Is imperative as a family to do things that will create memories that will be reminders of the goodness of God and that God allows us to do special things and families need to have fun.
1: Fun can't be the final goal, but fun is a very important package of joy. Yes. Yeah, it, you, can, uh, you can have joy without fun. For a time, but if you never have fun It's very difficult and, and and fun looks different for different people I understand that but you have to create memories with people yeah, and they have it, to be and they ha- they can't always be like They have to be something worth laughing about if you never have a memory with someone where you're it, that you're willing to laugh about I it's a difficult, you know, or at least makes it brings a smile to your face that's that That's an interesting relationship. It's difficult to hold that relationship.
0: Well, a merry heart doeth like a good medicine. And so if you can do things with your family that will bring you laughter and joy and, you know, and here's the funny thing. And I, I think there's a correlation, folks, to doing things with your family to make it a place of, and we've always done this. My wife is extremely good at this. Kudos, shout out to my wife, Lisa. We didn't have the biggest house. We didn't have the greatest house, but we had a phenomenal home. Mom made mm. it home. And so when my sons come home, sometimes they go into teenage mode. They'll jump underneath the Afghan, flop on the couch. They're ready to do something that's fu- You could just see it when they come over. And instead of us going, hey, uh, you're an adult now, which I I know is true, I almost enjoy it like this is a comfort place for them, and it should be a comfort place for for everybody. But I will tell you, if you don't have some times of relaxation and fun, it won't be a comfort place, yeah. and it won't be a place to come to, and it won't be a place of rest and
1: uh, recalibration and joy. So I, I think even as you're talking about this, a, just from a, if you're like okay, so what does this look like for my own family? Right. Listen figure out what your kids want to do figure out what your kids can do with you Have the imagination to see what your kids could enjoy just because they can't uh, see it doesn't mean it won't be fun for them So, you know for instance there are things that my three and six-year-old don't even know Are fun and like no, I want to just stay back and like watch TV and it's like no you'll have fun When you know I mean I think I've raised them good enough that like they go to the pool. They're excited about that Mm. But you need to create routine things that are fun. That's part of creating a home. You need to create big things. And that's, those are those kind of paradigmatic, and I shouldn't use that word because I don't know how to say it, though I see it all the time. You you need to have like a paradigm where your family's like, when you think of your family, what do you think of? And like, I think of that time we did that. So That's tell,
0: so tell them a, um, a thing that you have done with them when you guys lived in Winter Park. You did probably once a week with boys because probably Soren,
1: two or three times. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
0: Soren needs to get out and run around.
1: They would rather sit and watch TV. We were in a very small. Well, they, I don't think they would rather watch TV. We were just in such a small town home, and it wasn't bad. Like it served our needs, but it was, but it was just small. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. It's interesting. It was fine for Finn. Soren just needs to get out so So yeah, this is getting
0: climactic
1: tell everybody where you went because it's the best I I went to uh, it was $50 for the family for the year It's called Harry Lou Gardens, and it was 50 acres and we would go about twice a week and we would pick up breakfast or lunch uh, you know depending on like before or after and we I would just Let the kids roam and they would often have activities for kids. So like they would set up dinosaur exhibits that were life-size dinosaurs. Unbelievable, even for me. I can't yeah. imagine for yep. their age. And you know, just finding uh it doesn't have to be expensive. It really doesn't. $50 for well, a year. You know is what not I bad. thought of when you
0: said that? It's a dollar a week. If you go twice, that's 50 cents a week to go twice. And then you talk about, well, then you gotta get them food. Well, most of the time they eat anyhow.
1: Yeah, well, right? and I mean, we could have, I mean, no, I chose, like, depending on where we were financially, no, I, we could have done the peanut butter and jelly thing. Right, but there's, that could have That was been just a, me being lazy right, and but, fiscally but it's irresponsible. it's a great activity.
0: It's a great activity. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Even as we're saying that, taking them to a, there's a park here in town in Mount Dora. Yep. They have a pirate park. Taking about once a week. Guys, well, right
1: now it's a not quite as much cuz right. everything going on but then but. what do
0: we do during well we're in Florida folks and it is August 27th and it's probably a it's it's 96 outside yeah. which is not true it's real feel 104 you don't go to the park you go where then to the pool. Yeah, and they go to the pool, and literally Finn is six. He'll jump in the pool. Soren is three. He won't jump. He will fly into the pool. He's oh He loves adventure. And by the way, if you don't, Provide that opportunity for him to do whatever the term is fun here or provide activity for your kids which create memories Which we then would define as fun.
1: They create their own fun. And that is it's scary. Yeah (laughs) It's not scary for Finn Finn has like I mean and that's important. That's why you have different listening different times uh, Different things you have to walk through with your kids Soren is very physically active and very hands-on so if you don't create those kind of activities it's not going to work. So, and it's interesting. It doesn't, when you have that kind of kid, you think, oh, I have to do something really active and it's tiring. And do you know what? Uh, you'll be surprised what, uh, I, he never sits still. I bought him kinetic sand and a box to put it in a couple tools and like some uh, cheap fossils to put inside it. He can dig on it. He spent two hours sitting down.
0: Folks, that's like beyond a miracle, okay, th- for that kid to sit
1: two hours. But you just have to pay attention. And this is the important part. It, it takes effort and work and it's, you're like, is it really worth it to put that much attention and thought into doing this? I have so much else to do. If you put the thought and attention, then you do get the two hours free, which for a kid like that is a big deal because I fought it. I was frustrated with him. He's three years old. It's not his fault. It's the way that he's wired. Yeah, I need to find a way, I need to pay attention to him and what he needs and create that. That doesn't mean he doesn't, you know, that he can disobey, but it does mean that I create circumstances where he can, one, fail gracefully, and two, succeed. Right. You need to have avenues for him to go forward. Let me let me finish up this uh, podcast as
0: we talk about fun with one of my favorite memories. And I want this to come out, folks, to help you. Every kid in your family, and and some of you, uh, God is blessed with more than two. We are so grateful for the two God gave us. But one of the things I want to encourage you is you need to spend time with each young person, each kid in a different way both parents so
1: and individually
0: yeah individually that's what i mean like so i would do something with pj i would sue something with drew so when my wife would go out of town okay literally every time my my wife went out of town by the time pj was 14 or 15 we called that amc violence week that's where we would watch the movies (laughs) where mom didn't want to watch because there was things that that oh there's too much blood but my favorite memory, and I use this in a sermon uh, way too many times, but it's actually the same sermon. So, but it, it's impactful. Is my wife, we finally, um, and by the way, folks, I'm going to tell you how we did this. We got PJ an Xbox, which is really not true. PJ had been saying, Dad, I want to get an Xbox. I want to get an Xbox. I didn't really want to drop 3350. We were at, uh, living in Mishawaka, which is really South Bend. And we got, I had a friend that Notre Dame sells apparel. PJ worked with me at the uh, at their football games. They saw it. We worked in it. He stayed in. I went and watched the game because you get a free ticket. Long story short is, PJ did a great job. Worked and then sat out in the booth and read The Hobbit. Now you got to know PJ. That's Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, which was a good <laughs> Hobbit habit. Anyway, so he read Sherlock Holmes and this is what happened. He got that cash. Half of that cash I got out of the other half because we both worked. Then he, and he bought his own Xbox and I think we helped you at Christmas time some whatever. All right, yeah. we we put and
1: the great, deal was you got to go in and watch the football game and I got my Xbox. Yeah, right. that was the deal. <laughs> right. So,
0: which is a win-win. When we get the Xbox, my wife is like, "I don't really want any games with any blood." Well, now that there's two games that he can buy, you know. So, my wife went down to visit her dad at PJ's now 14 or 15, Drew's probably 8 or 9, and I said, I was sitting there, and PJ said to me, hey, Dad, there's a really good game called Medal of Honor, Rising Sun. And I was like, okay, what's in it? And he goes, well, there's a little bit of blood. Well, do you all hear me, folks? It's just a itty-bitty little bit. <laughs> so this is what we did. I coached. So we'd get home around 536. Oh. I would order Chinese. These are great memories, folks. This is how you fun. fun. Uh, do you know you can eat pork fried rice for breakfast? But You can when you have two little boys. So or PJ was 14 or 15. I won't call him little. So we would I would give Drew like um some what is that allergy medicine, you know, whatever. Here, Benadryl. go drill. <laughs> yeah, get Benadryl at six and say, Go to bed. No. But when Drew went to bed from eight to ten, every night, PJ and I did the campaign. And we had to defeat these soldiers. And that week we had so much fun and we defeated them. There were like three hundred and fifty people that we had to defeat and we did together. He defeated three hundred and thirty. I defeated twenty. But we're winners. We did the The point was, I went into I think I went into PJ's world because he loved that. It wouldn't have been my world, Um, but it's okay. And here's the funny thing for fathers out there saying, ah, you don't need to play those games. You know what? When I was a kid, I didn't ever play games. I went outside. I made up my own games. But if I had been born, and in 2005, PJ's teenager, whatever, and I would have was a teenager in 2005. I would have played the Xbox, and for those men out there saying no, never would have. Okay, I would disagree, but that's all right. But to have fun, you've got to figure out what you know, and that doesn't mean you do things that are wrong. But you figure out what it doesn't they mean
1: like do. you let your kid pay, play for 14 hours a day. You don't let it harm him, unless we're winning. <laughs> <laughs> we were winning. Yeah, but I mean, and I, I love that. I love that it, entering the other person's world. And then letting them enter your world. And if you have young sons, they want that desperately. They want to come into your world. Let them come into your world. I was just talking to someone on Chasing Leviathan and she uh, specializes in finding how people problem solve. And she figured out that her 14 year old would be really good at welding. That would be like his joy. And she took him to the welding store. And he asked like fifteen different questions from the guy. Got welding gear and is uh, super excited. That's so cool. And that it, and he, it's fun for him. It's just really important. Like if you take the time and pay attention to what other people find fun, it'll also give you a clue to what they're called to do.
0: Yeah. No, and, and and you know what? You can learn some huge things. Which, by the way, learning is part of fun. It has to be.
1: Yeah. I, otherwise, you won't learn. That's, I mean, really the truth. Okay.
0: I'm 59, but even when I was 45 and even when I was 35, I still enjoy a cup of coffee and reading and learning. That's kind of, I don't know if the word's fun, but it is fun. Yeah. So, Hey, appreciate doing this with you. Um, Let's finish off with this last thought from you. Why do you think you were able to make a difference Um in your kid's life, having fun, what's been the biggest thing that you walk away and say, this is what I do more than anything else to bring my kids fun. Can you think of anything?
1: Possibly two questions in there. The one that I'll answer is why is it important that I have fun with my kids? And I think because when you focus on having fun with somebody, it becomes clear that you enjoy being around them and people crave that. Mm-hmm. It's important And if you're going to be a parent and you're going to have kids, you have to create community with them. That's what family is. So if you don't have fun with your kids, they're just going to think that they are objects to be shaped. And so if you allow yourself to have fun with them, you will be able to create people. And people that, I mean, this is the the beauty of what you've created. We actually like living together in a multi-generational house. It's fun. You send me stupid you you, we were in the middle of a a very important meeting and you you sent us a text and then called us twice both becky sue and i trying to you wanted to read it to us and like and i love it i love it that never happened (laughs) (laughs) that that is that's how strong communities are created that's how the kingdom of god is furthered and that's what this is really all about this is just one facet of that but it's it's an important facet
0: Yeah, as a man, as you mentor and you strive for maturity and you want to be a person that exemplifies manhood with your family, don't forget, your family needs to see you enjoy life and enjoy them. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you all. Thanks.